And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mock and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mock and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and protecting the rights of the broken and religiously oppressed. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauck, and I'm an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Mauck and Baker in Chicago. We are followers of Jesus that focus on serving his body with its legal needs. We do everything from church zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and protecting our religious freedoms. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. That's 312-726-1243. Our guest today is Noel Sterrett another lawyer for Jesus, and one of my partners. And we're going to talk about Islam. We're going to talk about the Quran, Muhammad, authority, uh, the differences between Islam and Christianity. And these are the type of questions and answers that are going to go beyond what you hear on most analysis of Islam. We're going to try and, try and dig a little deeper. And to do that, we're going to review the book, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, by Nabel Quershi. Noel, you've read this book. You've taught about this book uh, to, various, to various groups. Why do you find Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus to be informative? And why do you find the author Nabil Quershi to be reliable? Well, this is one of the probably most important books that I've read in the last uh, five years. Uh, Dr. Qureshi, and, uh, who it was a former Muslim uh, who now is a believer in Jesus, and just paints an autobiographical picture of his loving Muslim family and his pursuit of truth, which ultimately led him to Jesus. So uh, this book has been amazing in my life because it was, one, very informative to me as uh, someone who doesn't know much about Islam, someone who had a lot of questions about what Muslims believe, what most Muslims believe, what the Quran is all about, who is Muhammad. This book, in some sense, uh, because it's autobiographical, acted uh, like a catechism for me in what Islam is about. So Dr. Qureshi does a great job uh, explaining some of the tenets of the Muslim faith and then also painting a beautiful picture of uh, just a loving family, and it gets away from the caricature of what uh, I think uh, somebody that's not a Muslim or maybe an American would think of as a Muslim family. This is an American Muslim family, Dr. Qureshi, who um, loves his parents, loves his family, and his pursuit of truth, which ultimately led, it, led him to Jesus. Well, does this tend to say that the God of Islam, Allah, is different than Yahweh, the God of the Bible. Many people say, well, they're the same God. What difference does it make? Right. And I think that is a, actually, it is a statement or something that uh, uh, Muslims in the Quran does posit. It posits that the Jews and the Christians worship the same God. 
But Dr. Qureshi, uh, as one can assume, after writing this book, he's been the uh, person that everybody wants to run to and ask. As we know, uh, Wheaton College is dealing with the uh, kind of the fiasco over whether or not their uh, university professor uh, was right in saying that Muslims worship the same God as Christians or whether they're wrong. And uh, I know because I've read Dr. Qureshi's follow-up articles uh, that he would definitely say, well, I was a Muslim. I did believe that because that's what the Quran states. However, upon com- becoming a believer in Jesus, he knows different. And he would say, uh, one, they're not the same God, but two, uh, it's sufficiently murky uh, because the Muslims do posit it is the same God uh, that we shouldn't demonize the people that take the different position. Um, the reason why he says they're different gods is because he says Allah and Jesus are fundamentally different. Even though Quran says it's the same God, we know as believers that Jesus is God, and that, that just is not supported. In fact, if you believe Jesus is God, uh, you are not um, a follower of Islam. You have to reject that. Uh, Christianity, we all believe that God is our Father. If you believe that, you're subject to hell under the Quran. And so those are the various distinctions that Dr. Kreshi has made and says, no, we, we don't sell, uh, worship the same God, uh, though the Quran says so. And uh, so that was his position. Well, isn't it true, or at least many people would say, that both religions seek to dominate the world, that Christianity seeks world domination, that Islam seeks world domination? I think you do have uh, competing worldviews in terms of uh, the claim, the biblical claim that everything is under the sovereign reign of the God of the universe. And so from an ant, uh, antagonist point of view, yes, I think that's what the way that they, uh, they would see a Christian is that uh, you're making the same claims. I think the, the, the question is, and I'm really excited about Dr. Kreshi's next book, which is Answering Jihad, um, is, well, how do you go about... To, seeking dominion over the earth. How do you take forward the mandate that we receive from the scriptures to go into the earth, make disciples, fill the earth, bear fruit, um, preach the good news of the kingdom of God? I mean, those are the types of things uh, that uh, those who are unbelievers would say, well, aren't you doing the same thing that the Muslims are doing? And so I'm. I, I, these are questions that I think will um, be ferreted out a little bit more in Dr. Kreshi's next book, uh, but in this book, I think he does answer the question of jihad. He he gives a foretaste of his next book, and I think it makes it completely different than uh, uh, followers of Jesus and how we advance the kingdom of God. Um, and uh, we can talk about that perhaps after the break. Well, the followers of Jesus who really follow him have tried to persuade people rather than than coerce them. But many people who've spoken in the name of Jesus and acted in the name of Jesus, have tried to coerce people. But isn't, isn't the fundamental teaching of Jesus to persuade and to proclaim? Yeah, I think when he uh, tells them in the garden, put away your swords. Uh, we, we, we've come to bring a message. Uh, it's the good news. It's, it's one in which appeals to truth. I think that's one of the fundamental things that I uh, was touched by in Dr. Kreshi's book was he said, Truth is what we're pursuing. Both Christians and Muslims, we should be able to pursue truth. And so we need to take a look at this and say, what are we pursuing? How are we pursuing it? And are we advancing our cause by physical coercion? And I think you're right, John. I think that is 
uh, what is a distinct point of view from the scriptures is we come to pursue truth and to explain what truth is. This is John Mauck, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm talking with Noel Sterrett, another lawyer, a Jesus lawyer par excellence, and we're talking about Nabil Qureshi's book, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, and what it tells us about the differences and the similarities, actually, um, in some cases, between Islam and Christianity. And one of those similarities, Noel, is a respect for truth. Yeah, I think that's what uh, I was really struck by. Um, We have situations, I think, in all denominations where we tend to uh, adhere to certain beliefs or doctrines or traditions uh, and never stop to ask the underlying question is, is this true? Because whatever we believe hopefully will square with reality. Reality, there is true truth out there. And uh, watching a Muslim, strong, devout, loving Muslim from a loving family, walk through this very difficult journey as he pursued truth and said, you know what, I don't want an unexamined faith. I don't want a faith in which I'm just believing because my dad told me or because the imam told me, but I want to know what's real and pursue that. And I think that's a good lesson for us followers of Jesus. I mean, I think this book helped me to see that there are a lot of things in my life that are unexamined. There are beliefs that I think I've just inherited or because I'm a particular denomination that I've just kind of swallowed without examining. And I think that's a danger. And in our secular world today, we have a lot of people who believe there is no truth and therefore they're not even seeking. Right. And and I think that's one of the issues that he's he struggled with or that he found a lot of common ground with. So Dr. Koreshi uh, ended up uh, becoming a college roommate of a strong uh, Christian uh, man, and they both went into class and they heard from their university professor about there is no truth, things are relative, and uh, they both looked at each other and they realized, look, we've got a lot in common here. We believe in a God who's created the world and there's truth and we can discern it. And so I think there is some common ground there with our Muslim neighbors uh, against the secular um, humanist worldview that says everything's material, there is no truth, it's all relative. And, um, but I think that's something that we need to champion. There is truth, and we need to push for it. And in that search for truth, uh, Qureshi explains that, in general, Islam looks to the authority of Muslim writers, the Quran, Muhammad, as the source of truth— based on the authority of it. Yes, it's very much a positional uh, structure. In, in some sense, it's more akin to the uh, Catholic structure where you've got a, a position of authority and due to the position, the position actually governs the, the veracity of the statements that are made rather than saying that outside of this authority structure that there's a, a reality, that there's a truth that uh, may differ from what the authority is telling us or the person that's uh, above me may be telling me. Uh, and that it's discernible and it's pursuable. And so that's one of the uh, things we could probably talk about after the break. Uh, You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus on WYLL every Saturday, 3 o'clock to 3.30. Lawyers for Jesus, the attorneys with Malkin Baker.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner in the law firm of Mauk and Baker, and we're talking with Jesus lawyer Noel Sterrett about Islam and Noel Quershi's book, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. Before the break, we talked about the Muslim way of finding truth and looking to authority primarily. Yeah, we were talking uh, right about the uh, authority and what is truth uh, comes from the structure in which uh, the deference is given to those who are above you in, in terms of position. So uh, truth is dictated by those who are um, above you in the in the structure in, in Islam. And uh, that was something that I think uh, made it very difficult for uh, Nabil Qureshi um, in trying to find his way to truth because who is he to question authority? Who is he to question his father? Who is he to question uh, the imam? The, I mean, these are these are great people in his mind. These are people that loves him, that he loves, and and so it was. How can I follow truth, pursue truth, uh, in a position where all I'm really doing is receiving what they're telling me? Am I free to pursue this outside of their uh, their authority? And is that honoring, or how do I even deal with those those issues? So this book is kind of one of those painstaking journeys. And uh, I guess the question that we have, uh, we even have as Christians, is we're all in these authority structures at our churches. We're in denominations. We've got elders over us. Um, what is the role for Christians, John? I mean, what would you say in terms of truth? Where where is our allegiance? Is it yeah, and I think it's a question that a lot of Christians are afraid to to test and to ask. Is truth more important than the Bible? Is truth more important than Jesus? And I think the answer has to be yes, particularly if they are in contradiction. If you find out that they're not in contradiction, you're set free gloriously. But a lot of Christians don't want to question the Bible because they're afraid it will show them that the Bible is inconsistent and unreliable, and the teachings of Jesus are, are inconsistent or unreliable. But what happened to Quershi was he ran into this uh, headlong, into this Western tradition of truth, which is under attack in all of our universities, but uh, I think it was Virginia Tech where he was at. Uh, he found that there were solid believers in truth, and his Muslim background told him to seek the truth wherever it leads. And I think this has got to be true for Christians if you're going to be truly free. And you will find that Jesus has risen from the dead. God has created the world. And the Bible does lead us to eternal life and instruct us. Well, and Don't doesn't be Je afraid to ask the questions. And doesn't Jesus even tell us? I mean, he says himself, I am the truth. Well, if that's true, well, that's great. And then all of his promises are yes and an amen. And Paul himself even says, I want you to test the veracity of what I'm saying. And I think that's, that is something different. I think when you look at what Jesus says to his disciples, when you look at what Paul says, as he's going around proclaiming this good news, he says, look, don't believe me because of my position. Believe me because this squares with reality. This squares with what God has revealed in the scriptures. And I think maybe if you want to talk about that, if there are listeners out there, well, how do you go about uh, examining your faith, looking at these beliefs? How would you 
uh, suggest uh, they go about doing that, John? I mean, you're a lawyer. And you you, you inv- investigate. <laughs> yeah, uh, hire a lawyer <laughs> or hire a pastor. No, I'm just kidding. The, the beautiful thing about our Lord is that he is directly approachable. And anyone, whether you're listening in the car or you want to go, uh, go pray by yourself, you can talk to God and expect him to answer. And you can come to him in Jesus' name, or if you don't believe in Jesus, you can say, God, if you're out there, show me. And God will look at your heart. And if, if you're not sure that you really want to know, keep on asking till you, uh, till you do want to know. Because if you want the truth, God will show you. It may take a while. You may have to seek. You may have to suffer. But if you want to know God, he wants to know you more than you want to know him. And he knows what you need to go through. Now, that may include going to a church, watching Christian television, praying, reading the Bible. There are many different ways. Or it may be that you're going to go about your work. But seek God in all that you do. And the Bible has a promise. And I found it to be true. Draw close to me and I will draw close to you. And I think one of the things that uh, lawyers would always, uh, almost every lawyer that you'd know would, would confirm is there is a very powerful thing you can use, which is the power of the question. Um, Dr. Qureshi, when he was a student, started with a bunch of questions. And I think we, we can't be afraid to ask questions, uh, both as Christians and Muslims and everybody. Uh, we need to be asking ourselves questions and we need to be opening our beliefs to these questions because I think questions are what, um, they're, they're the evidence of being a seeker. Are, are you pursuing truth? If you're pursuing truth, you're going to be asking a lot of good questions. So uh, maybe, John, if you would, uh, what you said about God, God wanting to draw near to us, um, maybe you want to talk a little bit more about Dr. Qureshi's experience uh, going from the very impersonal Allah to the very personal um, God of the Bible. Yeah, and I'd, I'd like to generalize that because uh, I, I had a, a mentor uh, who was a wonderful evangelist, Jan Moskowitz with Jews for Jesus, and he often encountered people and that, who asked him questions. Uh, well, what about uh, all the people who uh, never heard about Jesus? What's God going to do with them? And he'd answer the question with a question, and I think this is where where she comes in. What Jan would say is, I'll be happy to enter into study and prayer and address your questions and show you what the Bible says if you will tell me that at the end of this time, when your questions are answered, you believe that Jesus has risen from the dead and is Lord and you should serve him. This is your choice. But if I show you this, and, and, and this is where truth leads you, then you will follow him. And this is a very clarifying question. And it calls upon the listener to examine their heart. Do I really care? Am I really willing to follow the truth? And Quershi, from his testimony, he was willing to look at the ultimate implications. Because if we don't look at the ultimate implications, we're not. We're not. We're going to make an excuse. We're going to say, "Well, that couldn't have happened." We're going to pray to God for a miracle, and it's going to happen. And then we're going to dismiss it 
And I've seen miracles in people's lives. They said, if God will just get me out of this situation, and this, and they pray and they say, get me out of this situation, God, and I'm going to follow you. And, and they get out of that situation, and, and then the devil comes and snatches away the thought and convinces them that it was just a coincidence. But first of all, decide you're going to follow truth. And I think that's was Quershi's saving grace that he leads us through as he examines all the evidence. The but, Bible, is it reliable? The Quran, where did it come from? How was it written? But I also don't want to, uh, a significant part of his book goes beyond just the rational. And uh, I want to make sure that uh, I don't, I do his book justice because beyond just the rational conversion, when you put Islam right upside in contrast with Christianity, the Quran and the Bible, uh, he was mentally convinced after many years and, and it was really hard for him to come to the thought, you know, this is more believable. I can put my faith in Christianity. He had another very important, and I think the, uh, the, the core of what changed him is after he came to the mental ascent of what he had in terms of truth, he had to meet the personal God. And uh, he, like you said, he prayed, uh, God, would you reveal yourself to me? Would you show up? Would you give me a personal sign? Would you, would you, would you speak to me? Would you deal with me one-on-one? Because that's what the Bible says about who you are. And uh, I I don't want to ruin any of the surprises of the book. Uh, We're talking about Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, Dr. Nabil Qureshi's book. Uh, Go on Amazon, find it. Go pre-order Answering Jihad. It's coming out March 8th. I'm looking forward to that. But go read his autobiography and read how the God of Abraham uh, showed up and blessed this this Muslim um, man who converted uh, just how he showed up, how he showed him how much he loved him, how much he showed him how intimately he was aware of his life, uh, his family, and just the the signs that showed up in his life. I I, I want to I want you to to leave you guys with that teaser because I want you guys to go out and get this book. Uh, just don't take my word for it. Buy the book because you'll it'll help you learn about Islam. Uh, we've got a growing uh, Muslim community in in Chicago, and uh, we need to know not only that they were what they believe, but that they're also created in the image of God. They've got families. They've got needs. Uh, they need our hope, support, and prayers. And you can be a witness. If you have a testimony, if you know Jesus, you can share that. And God wants you to share that. You don't have to be a theologian to qualify. You can be like the man born blind. I once was blind, and now I see. I don't have answers to all your questions, but I know that Jesus gave me my sight. So be encouraged, brothers and sisters. And if you need legal advice, be encouraged to join and give us a call with Malkin Baker at 312-726-1243. We are lawyers for Jesus. We all love the Lord and we'll be happy to help you with whatever legal problems you may have, but try to do so in a way that honors God, brings reconciliation and peace. This is Lawyers for Jesus. Tune in every Saturday at 3 o'clock. Tune in next Saturday. Uh, This is Bob Dylan's. You've got to serve somebody uh, at Malkin Baker. We serve the Lord, and I encourage you to do so in whatever capacity you're at. Talk to you next week.